0: That is rap right here on your classic metal show with tell the world that goes out to, uh, everybody who calls into the show, they get an opportunity to tell the world what's on their mind.
1: Yeah. Even though nobody in the world understands it.
0: (laughs) Well, we afford them an opportunity to step out of their shell, be it whether they're in Sydney, Australia, or Lowell, Arkansas, or, you know, anywhere in the world, they, they, they have a voice right wherever they are they can be heard they can be heard all right a uh, couple news stories couple music related stories here okay um as i'm sure you're well aware axel rose this week got into a twitter war oh good <laughs> he got into a little twitter war with uh steve Mnuchin. i believe that's who it was okay the
1: the fed guy
0: yes He got into Mm -hmm. a a Twitter war because uh, Guns N' Roses music was used uh, at some kind of a some kind of a campaign thing. Okay. Uh, Steve Mnuchin they ignite a wild feud on Twitter. Boy, wild feud. I remember back in the day, uh, Axel Rose and uh, Vince Neil were actually talking about going fist-to-cuffs, actual face-to-face, yeah. man-to-man, bare-knuckle. Yeah. Now they sit behind a keyboard and Twitter at each other.
1: Now they send the oh, fist yes, emoji now. to each <laughs> other.
0: Semitary exactly. With
1: customizable plans starting oh, at 17 a, a all month, all I can easily choose that? a plan that fits my needs.
0: Damn it. What is that shit? Stupid, stupid ads. Ads? Yeah.
1: I did see this story, and, and my thought was, we're on our way to falling into depression, and this guy's worried about Axel Rose on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, dude, fucking, why don't you do your fucking job? <laughs> How about that? Don't worry <laughs> about some aging rock star. Just do your fucking job. <laughs> Start the economy. Don't worry about Axel saying mean things about you.
0: Yeah. Dumb shit. Many high profile clashes are repped on Twitter. <laughs> Uh oh. High profile clashes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's very important. <laughs> the war of the words. Mm-hmm. I, I'll never understand that, why anybody is even interested in that. Did you see? Man. Well, that, you know, it's
1: because it gives you the opportunity to pick a side. I guess. You can be on the winning
0: team, man. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, many profile clashes erupt on Twitter. But perhaps none have appeared out of nowhere, like the one between musician Axel Rose and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and not only did it appear from out of nowhere, but it should have stayed nowhere. Yeah. No one should give two fucks. It's not a news story. Old rock guy that's pissed off and bored being home fires off at guy that's keeping him home and pissed off and not making money. Right. We
0: get it. Jeez. Rose, who doesn't appear to be a frequent Twitter user, made his fourth original tweet of the year. (laughs) His fourth original tweet. Glad that we got a counter on Axel's tweets. Right. Uh, To go after the top Trump official. Oh, good. Uh, It's official. Whatever, Whatever anyone has previously thought of Steve Mnuchin. Did you ever have a thought on Steve Mnuchin at all?
1: my only thought was get the
0: fucking economy started again <laughs> outside of <laughs> outside of me bringing up his name here on the show have you ever given steve Mnuchin any thought i'm
1: not going to lie
0: i'd never even heard of steve Mnuchin until
1: this week and i'll be honest after this week i'll never
0: utter his name again right of course uh, so uh it's official whatever anyone may have previously thought of Steve Mnuchin, he's officially an asshole. The guns well, and Roses front man tweeted he told him he did mm-hmm. he burned him right to the ground. Unfortunately, Axel was two hours late sending his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> it is unclear what provoked Rose's tweet unclear <laughs> because no one cares <laughs> <laughs> regardless the viral attack and we're not just we're not even talking about the COVID 19 the attack it's attack it's, it's the attack of 100 or 280 characters Ooh. look out look out uh regardless the viral attack did not go unnoticed by the treasury secretary yeah, great. Right. What have you done for this country lately, Mnuchin? Reacted? Nothing because you got him sitting at home, dick fuck. <laughs> the, I will
1: say, in fairness to Axel, every time he shows up in a city, he employs four or 500 people.
0: Right. <laughs> then the sudden feud sparked wild reactions across the social media. Mm hmm. Axel Rose and Steve Mnuchin are apparently fighting on Twitter. I don't think anyone saw that one coming. The Atlantic editor-in-chief, Jeffrey Goldberg, reacted. On Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Just as the experts predicted, a Twitter feud between Axel Rose and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, writer Josh Jordan similarly said... Well, Josh Jordan's checking in, and it must be important. Yeah. Others mock Mnuchin after it appeared he initially responded to the rocker with a Liberian flag instead of an American flag.
1: The, the responses are as bad as the
0: fucking initial, initial
1: reaction here. Yeah. I mean,
0: who cares? Well, apparently it's just like, Steve Mnuchin is an asshole. Yeah, pal. Yeah. Let me jump
1: on this bandwagon.
0: <laughs> Pretty hilarious to call out Axel's Rose's American patriotism and then add the wrong flag, Billboard writer Corbin Reef tweeted. Was it pinned? Yeah, he pinned it and he tweeted it and he blue starred it and all the other what, Did he it, boost it, it? Or the blue he, who what is it? The blue check mark? The blue check mark is the celebrities. Mm-hmm. Maybe he boosted it for more reaction. Right. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Secretary of Treasury tried to own Axel's rose with a photo of a Liberian flag and had to delete and repost with the American flag. It's so good, I can't take it, the GQ columnist Laura Bassett mocked. <laughs> oh my God.
1: It's very obvious that there's not a lot to report on right now, isn't it? There's
0: just nothing going on other than COVID, so anything is a story. I guess. Mnuchin has been heading the Trump administration's economic response to the uh, coronavirus outbreak, but took a few minutes out of his day to respond to Axl Rose. Thank God for that. I know. Put him in his place. Yeah. Did he offer up his 10 favorite Guns N' Roses songs as well? Because that would be really important did he rank the guns and roses catalog and and least favorite to favorite yeah i mean he needs to do that next by the way
1: pal you also did shackler's revenge and that was <laughs> shit sincerely steve mnuchin yeah yeah
0: Well, here's something that uh, might be useful for us uh, in the future regarding Guns N' Roses. Okay. Apparently, much like their uh, fellow rockers, Metallica, Guns N' Roses are going to release a children's picture book. Oh, thank God. Where do I (laughs) order it? It's titled Sweet Child
1: O' Mine. Oh, Great. Fantastic! I it worked for
0: Metallica. Why not us? Maybe James yeah. Hatfield won't get burned up this time. <laughs> We're bigger than them. <laughs> yeah. Oh. In, in a release, to James Patter- Patterson says he he's thrilled to partner with the band and bringing their famed hit song to life on the page. N is for nigger, which I,
1: which we heard in One in a Million. No, you think that won't make the cut? No, I
0: don't think that's going to make the cut. That'll be in the, maybe the uncensored version. It's for faggots, which apparently Axel doesn't understand. Again, from one in a million. Oh, is for one in a million, a song that Guns N' Roses pretend they never recorded. I is for immigrants, which Axel used to say he didn't want in this country. <laughs> <laughs> C is for COVID, that fucking disease that they spread amongst themselves. T is for the song, There Was a Time, also known as Twat, kiddies. (laughs) Guns N' Roses just inspired a whole new audience. Kids. That automatically makes me not want to be a Guns N' Roses fan
1: anymore. (laughs) That they're playing to eight-year-olds? No, I don't want to hear that at all.
0: Yeah people has an exclusive first book at the look at the cover of that sweet child of mine an upcoming picture book the band created in collaboration with James Patterson that takes the lyrics of Guns N' Roses song of the same name and spins it into a story perfect for the little fans okay as a long time fan of Guns N' Roses I'm thrilled to be partner with this band bringing their famed hit Song to Life on the Page, Patterson 73, said in a release. 73. He's Seventy-three. Oh boy, this book's gonna be really inspired. Yeah. Sweet Child of Mine is a story that I know kids will love reading and that parents will love singing along to. He adds up the book. I'll bet. Which the release says celebrities love uh let's see, celebrities love and mute. That's I, this, uh, says celebrities love and music and how they bring us together in the sweetest ways. Okay. Wow. So there's a picture of a little girl. I, Anybody throw that up in the uh, chat room? The picture of the cover. I just threw it up in the, um, or CMS TV. Does it look like a little kid holding the hand of a grown Chucky doll? It looks like, it looks like a little kid being led to be raped by Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, the, Now look at the, look at the outfit that little kid, uh, is wearing. Who does that look like? John Benet Ramsey. Exactly. <laughs> you, you caught that immediately. Of course, It looks just like John Benet Ramsey being led to the slaughter by Chucky. Or Melissa. It doesn't, you don't think it looks like Melissa Etheridge. That too.
1: <laughs> wow. By the way, can you see it in CMS TV Land? Let me
0: take a look here. Let me make sure it's working. Yeah, it sure is. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. It looks yeah. like uh, looks like Axel leading John Binet to her uh, demise. Yeah. Maybe Axel's really the killer, and it's just now coming out in a you know, in a form of uh, what what do they what do they call that? What, pedophilia? <laughs> no, I'm talking about a. Um, When, when you don't, you, what, what is the word I'm looking for about, uh, get, you know, sending a message without actually saying it? Oh, um, um, you know, you know what I'm saying, but anyway,
1: I can just hear Axel singing right now. I, I, I,
0: I, where do we go now? Right up your asshole. Right. Um, the sweet cover illustration sees a, a man with a guitar slung over his back oh that isn't way cool jr is it i didn't even know that was a man <laughs> i thought that was axel i thought that was supposed I, to be like axel i really thought it was melissa Atherin. really i, I kind of thought it might have been like a depiction of axel
1: mm. all right
0: the cover uh, illustrates sees a man with a gar- guitar slung over his back, holding hands with a little girl as they walk through a colorful field of flowers. Yeah, th- a subliminal message. Thank you. That's Jennifer. what I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, illustrated sub- by you said the two dummies couldn't come up. <laughs> subliminal, yeah, subliminal. That's a hard word. <laughs> Who couldn't think of a three banger like subliminal? Yeah, that's right. Uh, illustrated by Jennifer Zavion. The book was inspired by the adventures of Maya and Natalie Rose, two young girls who have grown up touring with the band all right does does Axel have kids? I don't know may I, I have no idea anything about Axel except for he's never on time. Maya and Natalie Rose, two young girls who have grown up touring with the band. must be huh okay uh. I guess it's Natalia. It's not Natalie. It's Natalia and Maya. May oh, Maya they're they're cousins. One of really? one of the daughters of Guns N' Roses manager, Fernando Labias, and one of his sisters. All right. Okay. All right. Fantastic. My sister and I have been lucky to be able to watch our daughters, Maya and Natalia Rose, grow up while touring with the guys. Ugh. What a creep. He named his kid after the after his client. I guess. Ugh. Our we ourselves have been part of the Guns family for over thirty years, being able to bring this into a children's print book is truly special and a fun milestone in our lives. That's great. Guns and Roses, who formed in nineteen eighty five, is currently still touring the world. I, I thought they were had a stay at home order.
1: Oh, not currently, currently, but currently. <laughs>
0: They are next scheduled to play in November 8th in Punta Cana, Dominican mm-hmm. Republic, their last album, Chinese Democracy. When was that released, Chris? Do you know? Quick, quick, quick. But guess and say 2008.
1: Perfect. Is it 2008? It is. 12 years ago. 12 Jesus, years they're, ago. They're already, at the, they're already at the same point. We complained forever about the long wait. They're already at the
0: same length again. Yeah, I know. But it was such a disappointment. When that came out, it's just like, yeah, we don't care if we release anything ever again.
1: No one cares. I heard they're 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 working on phenomenal new music. According uh, of course,
0: to it to is. Mike, according to Duff's wife, okay. Sweet Child, the mind debuts at major retailers in September in hardcover and ebook formats. All right. So once we're finished with the Metallica book, we might have a GNR book. You have to move right on to GNR. Yeah. So there you are. Can't wait for that. Yeah. All of our favorite rockers just becoming, uh, lame. R is for reckless life, which none
1: of you kiddies should lead. Right. Even though the guns and roses people used to, it would not behoove you to do that. H is for heroin. And let's be honest. That's why you got this book. Cause they did lots of it.
0: They were damn um, M is for Mr. Brownstone. We won't explain that to you, kiddies. <laughs> G is for getting the ring, motherfucker.
1: N is for night train. Again, we won't explain that one to you either.
0: <laughs> Figure it out for yourself, you little shit. <laughs> Just don't listen to the records. <laughs> we are a very we are a very family friendly band yeah sure they are mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well one of the uh one of the funnier lines in um the the movie this is spinal tap mm-hmm. is about the demise uh they often talk about the demise of their numerous drummers that they had
1: Right, mm-hmm.
0: and one of the one of the uh, drummers died from a bizarre gardening accident. Okay, do you recall them talking about that at all?
1: I've only seen it once and didn't really appeal to
0: me much. So okay, no. all right. Well, anyway, apparently uh, Brian May, former Queen guitarist, mm-hmm. uh, also suffered a bizarre gardening accident. Gardening. That's what that's what our uh, favorite rockers it all boils down to. Now everybody's out gardening and writing Jeez. children's books. And- <laughs> Jeez, oh man, all the teeth are gone from all of our favorite rockers. What do you do? Cut a finger off with one of those little fucking trollop things that you that you dig dirt with? A little a little uh, uh, spade. Hand-rake? Yeah, those little hand rake things. Yeah, <laughs> whatever those are called. Well, Brian May says he won't be able to walk or sleep for a while after a gardening injury.
1: Jesus, he can't walk or sleep. That's what he says from gardening.
0: Apparently not. My God, doesn't he have enough money to hire a gardener? Well, apparently, this is a a, 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 a you know a passion. Stick the guitar, Brian. <laughs> Gee. The star says he will not be able to walk or sleep for a while and describes the pain as relentless. It's relentless, I tell you. <laughs> he never, never heard of uh, codeine painkillers? Huh. Maybe he can't afford it. Mm. Maybe pain management won't give him those pills. <laughs> so what did he do? Fall on a rake? Went up his <laughs> ankle or what? <laughs> well, when I read this, you are gonna, you're going to have to, you'll probably laugh. All right. Queen guitarist Brian May says he ended up in the hospital and was left unable to walk after, drumroll please, <laughs> ripping his glutes to shreds while gardening. <laughs> to Shreds. Fuck. He fall in the wood chipper ass first?
1: Exactly. <laughs> Like in Fargo? Yeah. (whistles) Exactly. (laughs) He
0: went ass first into the wood chipper and ripped his glutes to shreds. There's a red mist on the snow. Yeah. (laughs) The star, 72, shared a picture of himself wearing a surgical mask alongside a video of him being pushed in a wheelchair by a nurse. Was he stomach first in the wheelchair, (laughs) ass up on his knees, ass up, and it really wasn't a mask. It was a diaper. Exactly. (laughs) He said he was grateful not to have come down with the coronavirus, but was in the hospital being scanned to find out exactly how much I've actually damaged myself. Oh my God. Writing on his Instagram yesterday, he said, reality check for me. No, the virus didn't get me yet. Thank God. He said the accident happened earlier this week and has and has left him unable to walk or sleep without a lot of assistance. I think you can
1: die with much more res, much more respect, dying of COVID than as getting your ass chopped
0: up in the wood chipper. <laughs> the rock star urged his fans not to send sympathy. See, Tim James, this guy's a big guy, big uh, rock star guy, and he's not looking for sympathy. No, oh, not at all asking instead for some healing silence and a complete break but he might if he if he tries to get a hold of
1: Gene Simmons on the next call he might say <laughs> it's Brian from England i shredded
0: oh, my no. ass out a wood chipper <laughs> <laughs> ass transplant needed <laughs> may has posted several videos of himself online this week some of him playing guitars others discussing the covid-19 crisis all right. In one video he slammed. See here we go. Mm-hmm. Slammed. That's that's one word. That's one word that is way overused when it comes to this viral social media bullshit. He okay. slammed him on Twitter. Ooh. Well. Look out. He slammed Prime Minister Boris Johnson for his delayed decision on putting the country on lockdown, but said yeah, well. he still believes the government can turn things around. Yeah, well, I really
1: don't think anybody that works a job gives a fuck what a fucking guy with 500 million dollars in the bank thinks about the about the shutdown. You know, you guys
0: that are not affected at all by sitting at home for 2 months, shut up. <laughs> in another caption, he said he was not very coherent and tired and in pain. Well, yeah. There has been a drop in regular hospital admissions during the coronavirus outbreak with routine appointments and planned surgeries canceled and many fearful of attending uh, over concerns they may catch the virus. Yeah, but you still
1: haven't really said what he did to his ass. Well,
0: All they said it was a gardening accident. They didn't really elaborate how he shredded his glutes.
1: You think this is similar to like Danny Vaughn's fucking kid's stomach? Mm. He fell and had his lawnmower run his asshole over.
0: <laughs> I don't know. How do you have a gardening accident that shreds your glutes? Aside yeah, from, I mean, aside from what you said, fallen ass first into a wood chipper. <laughs> into a wood chipper or a, a lawnmower catching you on the ass somehow, or how do you
1: shred your glutes? Maybe one of those fucking weed whacker things, and his daughter or something got too close and sliced up his ass. I don't know, man. I mean, there's not a whole lot of ways you could shred your ass. Yeah. I, I want to know more. I want to know if he fell in the wood chipper or not. <laughs> yeah. He had Kuse in his head. <laughs> his ass is getting sh-
0: shredded. So funny. Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, D. Snyder is in the news. Okay. D. Snyder's daughter has been rescued from peru by u.s embassy after being stuck there for weeks due to the coronavirus ban and she's been quote unquote rescued she's rescued from peru
1: was she like kidnapped (laughs) i guess or just just they weren't flying to the u.s so she couldn't get home
0: that's pretty much it i would think so she wasn't rescued yeah she just, she just got flight. Yeah, she just couldn't get home because of the uh, lockdown. Uh, all right. <laughs> D. Snyders was safely returned home to California after being stuck in Peru for weeks amid the coronavirus pandemic. Okay. The Twisted Sister frontman confirmed that his daughter, Cheyenne, was rescued by the help of the U.S. Embassy in Lima. I guess it's Lima down there, not Lima. Uh, yeah. Following the connection... His publicist had to a former Secretary of Homeland Security, Tom Ridge. Oh, Tom Ridge. Yeah. So, haven't uh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah. That was former Pennsylvania governor, I believe. Yeah. He That's was awesome. able to get my daughter out. Schneider confirmed to the outlet, noting he's now, she's now at home in Los Angeles, California. I tell you what, D Schneider's his his old lady for, for being uh, you know, a milfy woman. She's a piece of ass. D Snyder's wife? Yeah. What's her name? Uh she got some big boobies, I'll tell you that. Let's try and find her. I'll stop presenting a picture of D and D Schneider's wife. Let's find
1: her. D Snyder wife. <laughs> his kids aren't very attractive, though.
0: Looks kind of like a a blonde Charo. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she's heat. got some big big old boobies. He added that Cheyenne's first update once she touched U.S. soil was a picture of her in the Miami airport. She was in a too cool for school pose, and I said, You know what? Mm. I'm so grateful to see that attitude because it could have been stolen from her by bad people, he added. Mm. The singer explained that Cheyenne was stuck in the country for two weeks. Well, he had previously posted a video message to social media mm -hmm. (laughs) discussing Cheyenne's situation and called on the United States government to take better action toward getting citizens out of that foreign country. Cheyenne initially traveled to the country for a spiritual retreat. If it was so dangerous, why is she going down there?
1: Dude, you have to. <laughs> you have to show no fear. Again, right? I mean,
0: if you're so concerned about people's safety and stuff, why, why was she going there to begin with? You have to show no fear, dude, right uh, up until the time it affects you. Yeah, I tell you, It's just like those people who had to go bicycling through the Taliban and got their heads lopped off. Right? Hey, nope. we, are, we are the world. We are the people. We're all the same, dudes. Yeah, wait, don't 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 hurt us. We're we're here for you. Yeah. You're on the ground, bitch. <laughs> Comes a knife to your throat. Exactly. <laughs> there are literally thousands of American citizens stuck in foreign countries around this quarantine and not being allowed to return home. Thousands, and I know this because my daughter Cheyenne is over one of the eight hundred stuck in Peru right now, Snyder said in March. The borders have been closed and there are no flights going out. They are not being let out. Oh, my God. At the time, the singer told Yahoo that Cheyenne was safe, but was worried that wouldn't always be the case. Again, why'd you go there to begin with? (laughs) Fortunately, the rocker was able to communicate with his daughter during the scary situation because she still had access to the Internet.
1: Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God, you know, because I, I had heard that Peru is, you know, like all caves and right, no technology there. Yeah, she's back safe. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for D because I like D. Yeah, I like D too,
0: but I'm relieved. I was worried about Cheyenne.
1: I never heard her name until now, but, right. you know, she's safe. And I'm glad that this story came up so we could look at Suzette.
0: What a piece of ass. Yeah. Smoke. For, a, for a middle-aged, milfy girl, she's she's smoking. Oh, do you think she is? Oh, I'm sure she's probably in her mid, mid to late 50s. She looks goddamn fucking fantastic. She does.
1: Me. I think he was able to pull that just from his charm and personality. <laughs>
0: yeah, not his fame or money. Had nothing to do with she fame or money. Uh, of course not. And he banged out two puppies with her. does uh, all guys that look like him that are plumbers get that same kind of plus. Yeah, sure. <laughs> good for him. I'm glad he was famous. I'm glad he got that great piece of ass. Good, let me, let me ask you something, him. you know, aside from, you know, uh, reality aside. Yeah. If you were like a, a very wealthy celebrity type mm-hmm. and you you know, obviously through your success and and you know notoriety and your financial success, you able to you you were able to snag a a piece of ass like what's her name, Suzette. Suzette, yeah, yeah. Why would you knock that up? Wouldn't try to. Well, it, some it, some of them do. It's just like, why why do you want to ruin that? Uh huh. Beats me. You think of Ugh.
1: But he obviously didn't ruin it. She got right back into fucking school. Well, I know, smoke.
0: but he probably demanded. It's like you know, you're out. You well, You, it. you better snap boxes. that back in shape, there, Missy. Yeah, but then she's gonna take all that love is for suckers money. <laughs> it's got to equal what fifty seventy five dollars, at least. I like some of the comments to the story. All right, this one. You're welcome. Geez. Maybe if rich people had a little common sense, they wouldn't need to be rescued. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't Peru located in Indiana? <laughs> 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 She's gross. They should have left her there. <laughs> wow. Not very nice. Uh
1: daughter to be in danger
0: yeah mom, what's wrong with people and then the, then the next comment true fuck ugly bitches they get no love jesus <laughs> the
1: poor <laughs> girl was just trying to get home from peru what's right. that about right
0: Jeez. <laughs>
1: wow the mom's good looking as fuck though holy smokes i'm looking at a picture of her in the chat room i'm just like oh <laughs>
0: Okay, so there are literally thousands of American citizens stuck in foreign countries under quarantine under quarantine. Yeah, and there's literally millions of Americans stuck at home and unable to work. It's a freaking pandemic, dude. You and yours are not special just because you chose to take a trip to an unfortunate <laughs> at an unfortunate time. There you go. And that's and that's That in in itself is where we're at now.
1: Celebrities have been marginalized big time now. Yeah. No one cares about celebrities anymore. It doesn't matter. Not at all. Going through a pandemic, it's bigger than, well, I like fucking, you know, um, we're not going to take it.
0: No one really gives a shit at this Mm -hmm. point. Rescued? Question mark? What, from being Kidnapped? Why weren't the why weren't the other seven hundred and ninety-nine people rescued? Is <laughs> that signed by Chris A from Twinsburg, Ohio? <laughs> Isn't that exactly what I said? Exactly. Stay away from Captain Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> so there you are. Celebrities. That's... Huh? They're so important.
1: They are. They're very important. She
0: was rescued.
1: Yeah, she was. She was. Thank God, she was rescued. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, why was she traveling? She yeah, went. She know. went to Peru. Were you worried about uh, you know bad things happening to her? But she was there for a spiritual retreat. A spiritual retreat in Peru. <laughs> right. And then the minute that the world
1: goes to hell, somehow that spirit's not so so pleasant anymore. Now, we got to get her out of there. Finger, finger symbols being dinged while you fucking pray to the new Maharaji right or whatever <laughs> whatever they believe down there and yeah, whatever kind of bullshit they're fucking praying to exactly maybe stop
0: letting her fucking act like a celebrity kid make her go get a job d well yeah take take a cue from gene simmons and how he treats his kids yeah stop letting stop stop having to run around the world fucking going on retreats
1: tell her she ain't getting any fucking money from you she can go fucking
0: cut hair or something. Exactly. So goddamn funny. <laughs> All right. I say we play a couple of tunes. All
1: right. Let's do one more quick, quick one. And All right. We don't necessarily have to, if you can find it real quick, fine. If right. not real fine. I just want to know your take on this. You obviously heard that Brian Howe died. Yes, I did. From bad company fame and yeah. Ted Newton. Uh-huh. Did you happen to see that Paul Rogers came out and said that he's alive? No. Paul Rogers came out and posted, posted a video saying that he Paul Rogers is alive and well,
0: because he allegedly was getting getting messages that um, people thought he was dead. Yeah, Well, because it just says bad company vocalist is dead.
1: Yeah. But, People and again this goes into your favorite thing of all time, fucking ass wipes on social media uh-huh. are pissed off because Paul Rogers didn't didn't um
0: mention Brian
1: Brian Howe at all. Oh, okay. he, didn't say, he didn't say rest in peace or you know, I you know, I hope his family's okay or nothing. He just said, Hey folks, I'm alive and well. Bad company singer here, still alive. <laughs> Thanks for watching. People are all pissed off about his blatant disrespect. And that's where that thing with Mitch started, was in Kivell's. Kivell was one of those guys that was all fucking bent out of shape about
0: this. All right. I got it. I got this story here. All right. Bad Company's uh, Mm -hmm. fans slam (laughs) original singer Paul Rogers for his classless message following Brian Howe's death. Yeah. That's the one you're looking at. That's that. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They slam him. Yeah, pal. Will he ever recover by being slammed? Yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's sitting there reading the comments right now. <laughs> Former Bad Company member Paul Rogers is facing backlash from fans <sighs> after he shared what some th- some deemed as careless message just hours after news surfaced of Brian Howe's death.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Howe, who had replaced Rogers as lead singer in the band on the 1984 Penetrator album and beyond, passed away Wednesday of what they believed to have been cardiac arrest. Right. In Rogers' message, which has since been deleted, he seemed to clarify confusion that he had not died, though his <laughs> failure to mention Howe angered some fans yeah they're they're very upset (laughs) they were very angry yeah pal (laughs) hi it's paul rogers here it's may 7th 2020 rogers said in the clip the reports of my demise are greatly exaggerated i'm happy to say that i'm very much alive take care of yourselves and each other hope to play for you again soon thanks for caring i feel the love P.S. Someone else should have drank the holy water. (laughs) Wasn't me living in the dangerous age. Nope. (laughs) Originally forming in 1973 by Paul Rogers and Mott, the hoople guitarist, Mick Ralph's according to the guardian bad company underwent a bit of a change up after Rogers left to form another super group with Jimmy page. That is the firm. How was recruited by Ted Nugent for, uh, penetrator and Mm -hmm. went on to replace rogers as the lead singer of the group he went on to write and sing four albums including 1986's uh fame and fortune 1988's dangerous age and 1990's holy water how passed away wednesday at the age of 66 as fans flocked to social media to pay tribute yeah pal yeah thoughts and prayers yeah Rogers uh took to Twitter with his video, which sparked plenty of criticism from bad company fans. Keep scrolling to see what fans had to say about Rogers tweet. Why is this such a big deal? I know. Well, see, social media allows numbnucks to come on and say shit and nobody cares.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my whole thought is if Paul Rogers did not like this guy. And clearly he didn't like Brian Howe because obviously he's not, he doesn't even acknowledge him. Why should he? Why should he go come out with some false horseshit That's not true. Yeah. Well, I hope, I hope, you know, he's in a better place or any of that bullshit. Shut up. I mean, just shut up. Who cares? Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Do you want fake, fake fucking sympathy or do you want just realism? I'll take the realism over the fake sympathy. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't me, kids. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> wonder if he posted today to make sure that people didn't think that he was little Richard. Right. Just want to make sure everybody knows that wasn't me either. Right. Nope, wasn't me. That was little Richard. Thoughts and <laughs> prayers.
0: Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess in uh, I guess in some uh, since we since we like Brian Howe, he did, and I got to old, interview him once. Old catcher mitt face. Yeah, he boy he tanned his ass off.
1: Yeah, his face definitely looked like an old old rattled. Um, I don't know uh, what are, what is that thing that they put on a horse saddle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Old saddle face
0: yeah he he enjoyed the uh, sun way too much
1: okay i think he lived on it i think he absolutely you know he didn't live in florida he lived on the sun <laughs> just fucking constantly tanning constantly he his was, bed was literally a tanning bed
0: <laughs> his uh he was a he was a um a friend of uh billy thorpe he was a children of the sun
1: no kidding. He'll open it up <laughs> so he
0: could tan while he slept. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I'll let you pick something from, uh, from the Holy Water release. Play the title track. Holy Water? Yeah. All right. We'll do it. Okay. We'll play a couple of tunes. We'll come back. Uh, rest in peace, Brian Howe. So here it is. It's uh, Holy Water from the CD of the same name exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Hi, this is Brian Howe, and you are tuned to the very best. It's the classic metal show. Stay tuned.